Should we look it up? Was Griffith the first actor to <laughs> to play Batman? Was <laughs> was given to now? Me. That is That's... something I would watch. <laughs> Rithik Rashawn is Batman. everyone and welcome to Two White Girls Talk Bollywood. I'm Kim and I'm Katie and we're here to talk about singing and dancing and Bollywood boys. Bollywood boys who sometimes have doppelgangers who live in New Zealand. Yes, doppelgangers who unlike in Om Shanti Om have no understandable reason <laughs> for, <laughs> for existing for being a doppelganger. There's that's, only so many faces. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's true, but Kim, what are the odds that, that there be multiple Rithik Rashans? Because if there's a universe in which that's happening, I would like to be in it. How do we go there? Uh, is, <laughs> is the <up>. question. <laughs> you may be able to tell that we're talking about the movie Kahona Pyar Hey, the central theme of which is that sometimes people you love die and other times people you love <laughs> don't show up on other continents. <laughs> That's a great message. Thanks, Kim. <laughs> This movie is starring Rithik Rashan, starring Amisha Patel as Sonia, Anupam Kerr is here as Saxena, and Johnny Lever is not starring yes. in it, but he deserves an honorable mention for his work oh, here. <laughs> and I had forgotten, but was reminded as I was looking into some things about the movie that Rithik won both Best Actor and Best Debut, mm -hmm. those both being Filmfare Awards. I think that hadn't been done before, right? Rithik is the first and only actor to win both Best Actor and Best Debut awards in the same year for Kahona Pyarhe. Wow. So not only was he the first, he is the only. That feels right for him. Yeah. He is that special. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> and Farrah Khan is the choreographer of this film. It's a Roshan-heavy movie. We've got Rithik, of course, in our leading role. Rajesh Roshan, his uncle, did the music. And Rakesh Roshan is the producer and the director. His dad. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for adding that. <laughs> this is the beginning of Rithik being the best dancer in Bollywood. Yeah. And it's just watching war and then watching this movie I do feel like you can see that evolution like oh, yeah he is certainly a great dancer in this movie he does not mm -hmm. have exactly the same like finesse and yeah. flow that he has as he grows so the movie starts with a crowd cheering row hit row hit row hit and we see mm -hmm. a man presumably Rohit <laughs> gearing up for a performance and he starts to sing surprise it's Rithik yeah it is <laughs> and looking like an angel he is truly angelic in particularly the first half of this film just he is glowing just a perfect little guy <laughs> he's not yeah. little <laughs> not little <laughs> just a perfect guy Rohit starts to play the guitar he's like really getting into his performance here and then an alarm starts to ring and poor Rohit wakes up and this has all been a dream Rohit goes and he wakes up his brother Amit his much younger brother so Rohit is clearly like early 20s and Amit is a child and so he goes to wake him up and he goes downstairs and he's chatting with two people who he does refer to in the movie as auntie and uncle they are not his blood relatives 
which is something I think it's helpful to note when we are white people watching these movies and we don't so much call elder folks in our lives who are not related to us aunt and uncle, but that is very much a thing in, in this world. Rohit then goes and does wake up Amit and then they have this very sweet moment where they touch each other's faces and this is mm-hmm. you know kind of like the handshake and kuch kuch hotehe this is their way of showing their love for one another as they just kind of yeah. run their fingers down each other's faces it's very sweet so Rohit and Amit head to school slash work Rohit's riding his bike and Amit is hanging on to the back of the bike uh super which cute it's very cute they pull up to a red light and they're next to a car And in the backseat of this car, there is a woman who is brushing her long, luxurious hair. And she flips her hair back, and Rohit is immediately in love with her. (laughs) Rohit is watching this woman do her makeup, and she puts a jewel on her cheek, like a stick-on, sparkly jewel. And then she looks over, and she catches the boys watching her. They, they start to make faces and kind of gestures at her like, no, you should don't get rid of the jewel. And she, yeah. she ignores them. She rolls up the window. She's looking very annoyed. But then when she arrives at her destination, she does take off the jewel. I don't remember this trend. Of having jewels on your body? Yeah. I do. Well, I remember <laughs> more like in the corner of your eye. Uh-huh. I do. I remember stick on jewels being a trend. <laughs> Maybe I just never put them on the right spot. <laughs> yeah. Where were you putting I, your I stick feel on like jewels? I was like, ooh, it's on my forearm. <laughs> you have to put them in a place that the world can admire slash handsome boys who you see at traffic stops can tell you to take off. Hey, pretty lady, That's... take off your jewels. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Rohit works for a car dealership, and his boss, Malik, introduces him to a man named Saxena. And Saxena is his boss's best friend, and he wants Rohit to help him buy a car. Um, He says Rohit is his best salesman because all the girls go crazy, and they want to buy a car from him when they see him. And yeah, I I would (laughs) buy many cars from, from this man. We next see Rohit and his friend slash co-worker Tony go and audition to sing in front of Atul, who is Malik's son, who runs their hotel business. Rohit sings and plays the guitar, and Tony plays the flute, and they have this little performance thing going on. It's very sweet. Yeah. But Atul says he's not going to hire them because they don't have a full band, and, you know, this is a five-star hotel, and having just this very handsome man <laughs> singing and playing the guitar <laughs> and his friend playing the flute, it would tarnish their reputation. He dismisses them. There's a lot of two-man bands Yeah. that are great and I'm trying to think of some and all I can think of is Flight of the Concord. (laughs) They are great. Yeah. (laughs) I think Flight of the Concord could play at any five-star hotel they wanted uh, (laughs) and not tarnish anyone's reputations. We now see Saxena and he has hired a violin quartet to play Happy Birthday for his daughter Sonia who it turns out is the girl from the car with the jewel Mm -hmm. on her face. She asks her father where her present is and he tells her that it's at the door. So she goes, she opens the door, and standing there is Rohit, dressed in his, like, you know, his work attire with his little tie. He's looking fly. You can hear her dad calling from off screen, hey, how's the gift? And she looks him up and down, and she says, extremely beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) And then Saxena suggests that she take it for a ride. (laughs) 
<laughs> and this is the moment where Rohit points to the car and she laughs and she says that indeed, yes, the car is very beautiful. Rohit's like, yeah, it is really beautiful. And just make sure that you don't ruin it with any unnecessary embellishments. And then he walks away and wishes her a happy birthday. You don't often get racy dialogue. Yeah. Take it for was a like, ride. Oh. <laughs> Now we see Rohit and Tony sitting on a boat. There's like this beached boat that all the teens kind of hang out around. This boat comes back numerous times. Yeah. (laughs) There's a party going on, and it turns out that it's the party that Atul, Malik's son, is throwing for Sonia. Tony decides that he's going to go and sabotage the sound system at this party so that he and Rohit can perform. And Rohit is standing on the deck of this boat and he starts singing the melody from his dream. And as he's singing, they do successfully turn the music back on and Rohit kind of, you know, he looks disappointed. He turns to walk away. But then the music fades and Sonia has turned it down and everyone Mm -hmm. at the party is stopping and staring to watch Rohit perform. He is the king of entrances. Yeah. (laughs) Not just Rohit, but also just Rithik Rashan. I was just thinking, you know, he has such presence. You know, whether it's singing on a boat or coming out of a helicopter, Rithik makes an impression. (laughs) So we've gotten to our first dance number, Chand Sitare. He's dancing with everyone on the beach while Sonia's watching. There's a moment where he then is kind of watching Sonia. She celebrates and blows out the candles and he's like leaning back against a table and he has the mm-hmm. longest legs in the world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like he holds that record. Because um, yeah, he's always yeah. been leggy, but like when he's younger. I mean, I feel like you can tell that he his body type is he's lanky, but yeah. he also just ended up jacked i mean it was intentional it didn't just happen but (laughs) But he just woke up one day i don't know (laughs) a la spider-man a la toby mcguire and spider-man so after this dance number we meet some evil dudes um and we know that they're evil because the music is very evil (laughs) and like the the lighting gets like darker yeah So if you were wondering who the villains are, it's these guys. And we've got the, you know, the first two men we see are Kadam and then Shinde. These two are hanging out by the side of the road and Malik shows up. Malik, Rohit's boss. He's chatting with them and they're discussing how they stole some drugs. We next cut to Auntie complaining to Uncle that Rohit hasn't paid his rent. Amit overhears Auntie complaining about how they haven't paid rent and then he storms off. Rohit goes after him and Amit tells him that he doesn't approve of Rohit not being able to pay the rent um which (laughs) fair (laughs) I don't think anybody approves of that choice Amit asks why their mother left them and Rohit says that he doesn't know but he'll never let Amit feel their absence and then they have their face touching moment Um, so we we now know if we hadn't already intuited that Amit and Rohit are orphans and all they have is each other Sonia is at a cafe and Atul comes up and he's teasing her about being in love with Rohit, which she denies, but obviously that is what's happening. One of their friends comes up and he starts passing out their tickets for a cruise because they're all going on a cruise together to Singapore. But Sonia says that she doesn't want to come and the friends say (laughs) in perfect unison, come on, Sonia, don't spoil the fun. And I want to know why my friends never do that kind of thing for me. (laughs) 
you know, I can organize that if you yeah. want. Can you organize some, like, just shouting at me in perfect unison? I'd really yeah, appreciate um, it. It might take some practicing, but yeah. <laughs> I have faith. I'm in no rush. Atul telling Sonia that Rohit is coming on the cruise, too, suddenly sparks this interest for Sonia. And now she is very much on board, so to speak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 LOL. On the boat, Sonia starts to get upset because Rohit isn't there. Um, and she asks the captain if he can delay leaving, but he says that he can't. The captain is another white actor. Yes. The white actors you see in these films are always just, like, Dreadful. not good. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> She's like, hey, can we can we hold the ship? Can you just wait just a little bit? And he's like, I'm sorry, I cannot delay the ship. The ship must sail on time. <laughs> And he delivers it like that. My theory is that this man is not an actor, that he is an actual ship captain. That They were like, hey, man, do you mind doing a couple lines for us? <laughs> you know, sure. Okay, yeah, I believe that. But then we hear the angelic voice. We hear our dream melody sung again. And Sonia runs back out on deck, and there's Rohit. He's up in the rigging. <laughs> not safe. Not safe. <laughs> Sonia calls him an idiot. And now it's time to dance again to Pyar Ki Kashti Main, which is a, an excellent bop with lots of amazing outfits. Yeah, I like when Rohit puts, he's wearing like this yellow tank top uh -huh. with like a plaid shirt tied around his waist. And then he puts on a baseball cap. Mm -hmm. And he looks adorable. He does look adorable. Seeing a man with a plaid shirt tied around his waist sparks something in me. <laughs> Is it, is it going back to the Sandlot times? When I think of like when I started to have crushes on boys, this is what they <laughs> looked like. They were wearing like a tank top or a t-shirt with a plaid shirt tied around their waist and a baseball cap. So yeah, the Sandlot. <laughs> the Sandlot. Just, it's all Benny from the Sandlot. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Benny the Jet Rodriguez. <laughs> I did also want to make a note, too. We don't really talk a ton about playback singers, but mm -hmm. the playback singer for this song and a few others in the movie, Udit Narayan, is like one of my favorites. I had never known his name before, but when I was looking up the names of the songs on Spotify, I saw his name as the performer for this song and a few others in the movie. Okay. If you listen to this next to like songs from Kuch Kuch Hotehe and like a lot of mm -hmm. the other like classic 90s Shah Rukh movies, it's his voice. And okay. I, I just love his voice. I don't know. There's something yeah. about the quality of it that's just, it's really unique to me and it just sounds great. So I just wanted to like give a little bit of love to him. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. I, I've been wanting to pay more attention to the playback singers. So that's a good start. Sonia is starting to wax poetic about the stars. She's clearly about to launch into like a love ballad. She's trying to get him to maybe reveal some feelings for her. There's two things about this I appreciate. One is how open she is about her feelings. Yeah. Like she's making it very clear where she stands. Yep. And two, the bartender in the back is not doing anything. <laughs> he is literally like shaking half-heartedly. Yeah. And then pouring something. He picks up a bottle at one point, wipes it off, puts it back. <laughs> like, he's just moving bottles around. And I was like, huh. I didn't notice that, but I did notice that there's clearly like a swimming pool on this boat where there are windows that you can look into from the bar. So there's just yes. like people swimming close to the ceiling. Because <laughs> there's also like the skylight. <laughs> At 
least from the sides, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Like the skylight, where if you look up, you're just looking at butt. <laughs> or like the bottoms of people's feet. That's not fun for anyone. No, no one would enjoy that. Anyway, Sonia's asking Rohit how he's feeling, and Rohit says that this is a dream come true. And Sonia starts to say that she feels that way too, but then Rohit's like, well, why would you feel that way? You must have been on a lot of cruises in your life. And Sonia realizes that he's saying that his dream is to go on a cruise and not to be in love with her, <laughs> unfortunately. Oh, um, yeah. But really, it's just, I mean, he is definitely into her. He's a poor orphan boy. He's never been, and, he, this is his first time being thrust into this energetic world. Yeah. And like, is boy. Is boy, yes. <laughs> is boy is dumb. <laughs> is easily distracted. <laughs> now a woman in yellow appears and she drags him away. We saw her during the dance number as well. Um, she asks Rohit to write his name on her heart. Sonia is getting jealous of all of these women who are fawning over Rohit, mm -hmm. so she storms off and Rohit tries to go after her, but she tells him to go to hell. <laughs> Uh, and Sonia decides that she's going to start flirting with other boys to make Rohit jealous. Yeah, it's not great. Again, it's very adolescent choice. Intentionally doing this, right? There's a big party happening on the boat that night, and Tony is all excited and he's trying to get Rohit excited, but Rohit tells him that they can't go because there's a dress code for this party. Um, so mm -hmm. Tony pretends to be a laundry boy, and he's going around like trying to collect. <laughs> people's laundry and he literally like goes into this room where there's a man who is already fully dressed who removes his clothes <laughs> and gives them to the laundry boy <laughs> who is just like yes I will take my pants off <laughs> like okay and then the second man who he gets a suit from is Rithik's dad Rakesh Roshan important to be aware here that these two men are very different sizes from the two men who are going to end up wearing their suits that fit them perfectly, yeah. but that's a minor detail. But it's the age of the oversized suit. That's true. I don't think those pants would have fit Rohit's leg. Right. Yes. Four different builds, these men. <laughs> None of them overlap <laughs> in terms of build. Anyway, they arrive at the party and all of the ladies start waving at Rohit. Meanwhile, Santa takes the stage because it is, in fact, Christmas. <laughs> oh my god, I... Yep. Yep. <laughs> I forget yeah. that every time and then I get to this scene and I'm like, it's Christmas. <laughs> Me too. I honestly forgot. I watched this movie last night. <laughs> <laughs> and you forgot about Santa's appearance. <laughs> I forgot about Santa already. Uh, well, Santa takes the stage uh, and he announces that unfortunately the party's entertainment for the evening the the hired magicians are they're running late tony meanwhile is trying to flirt with the the woman who she's no longer wearing yellow but she was previously and then he he accidentally lights a match in his lapel and then and then he pulls a pigeon out of his sleeve <laughs> yeah that i did i was concerned it was dead when he first pulls it out Dead, like, oh dead bird, dead dove. <laughs> dead dove. We got a dead dove situation over here. I don't know what I was expecting. Um, but he he pulls a live pigeon out of his sleeve and he tosses it because that's an appropriate reaction when you pull a bird out of your sleeve un unexpectedly. The pigeon lands on Atul. It poops on him and flies away. Um, Rohit 
offers him his handkerchief and Atul pulls and pulls and pulls and pulls yeah. and it's just that you know it's like 78 handkerchiefs tied one on top of the, on the other so what we come to realize is that Tony and Rohit have taken the suits from the magicians um yep. I do have to say I question the talent of these magicians if they <laughs> could only do magic tricks that were like built into their costumes I yeah I agree with that and I also question Rohit and Tony's awareness as they put on these suits yeah. that were full of magic tricks. <laughs> and like a live bird. <laughs> like a full-on bird is in his sleeve. After the magic tricks wrap up, the lights go out and everyone's wishing each other Merry Christmas and kissing each other like we would do for New Year's Eve. Sonia finds Rohit in what I would describe as a pile of women <laughs> with <laughs> lipstick marks all over his face. And his neck. And his neck. Oh, yeah. oh, they, I didn't notice I, the neck. <laughs> I, I did notice. I did notice the neck kiss. And I was like, yeah, that, that like, probably would have been me. That would have been your target. <laughs> <laughs> he goes up to Sonia and he asks her why she hasn't wished him Merry Christmas. And she's like, there's no room on your face for me to wish you Merry Christmas or your neck. <laughs> so she storms off. But as she goes, she grabs a bottle of champagne. Rohit goes after her. It doesn't seem like much time has passed, but she is now drunk. <laughs> she yeah. is now completely blotto <laughs> she got drunk so fast <laughs> and so does he in a minute and, yes and then we literally see him go from sober has had no alcohol yep. he immediately like passes out yep. <laughs> and i'm like okay are you drinking moonshine like this is not how alcohol works <laughs> they're both just such lightweights that it hits them but anyway yeah. before that happens Rohit walks out on the deck, he sees her, she's like ranting drunkenly, standing in a lifeboat. And she tells him, come over here if you're man enough to talk to me. And so Rohit goes over and he gets in the boat with her. Rohit says he can't help it if girls are chasing after him. And anyway, she's been flirting with Atul. So like, you know, who is she to criticize him for flirting with people? He grabs the bottle and he drinks from it. He too, as we said, is immediately drunk. They fall back into the boat, which then falls from the rigging. The next thing we see is them waking up in the middle of the open ocean. <laughs> Except that it's very clearly shallow yeah, water. Yeah, you can like see the bottom. <laughs> yeah. It's still alarming. The boat's not there. So they're, they're yeah. freaking out. Well, actually, Rohit's freaking out. Sonia's very into this. And Rohit is saying, you know, she's still drunk. She can't realize the danger that they're in. But she's also getting exactly what she wanted, which is alone time with Rohit. This is true. This is a very good point. Maybe she orchestrated this whole thing. Yeah, it's like everyone's fantasy, right? To yeah. be stuck on an island with your crush. With Rithik, yeah. <laughs> with, specifically with Rithik Rashan, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Sonia is like, she's all excited about the breeze and the water and everything. And Rohit is basically like, yeah, but we're going to die. So shut up. Did you notice that the subtitle said, be quiet? <laughs> when he said shut up. Yeah, so he like <laughs> shouts shut up at her in English. But then the subtitles say be, be quiet. quiet. And I was like, oh, I guess shut up is too mean. <laughs> That's always so funny when they like the English doesn't match up. And my favorite will always be when people say, oh, hmm, and they say a word that starts with S that we're not going to say because we're, we're clean. Yeah. But then they change it to like, oh, darn, yep. <laughs> in the subtitles. <laughs> and it's 
it's like, well, no, I speak English. Yeah. I can hear when they say it. I heard them say a word that starts with S. They do manage to paddle to an island. And Sonia is still, she's seeing this as an exotic vacation. But Rohit is seeing it for what it is, an actual emergency. They're stranded on an island in the middle of the yeah. ocean. <laughs> Rohit does eventually make it to shore, but he doesn't secure the boat in any way. So the boat is gone. <laughs> And he shouts after it as if it'll turn around like a lost dog. Come back, Wilson. Um, <laughs> Sonia says that they're like Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, and Rohit asks her for her skirt. And Sonia's like, okay, we're not literally like Adam and Eve. I'm not going to get naked here. But Rohit is insisting that she give him her skirt. He does eventually wrestle her to the ground and pull it off of her, which, yep, communication is key here. <laughs> yep. If he just explained why he wanted yeah. it. <laughs> she is still wearing a slip, though. Like, sh- her modesty yeah. is intact. But anyway, what what Rohit is doing is he's taking her bright pink skirt and using it as a flag. So he takes a, a, a big old stick, he puts it in the ground, he ties the skirt to it um, and says, this is how, you know, people are going to see the flag, they're going to come and get us. But Sonia is saying she doesn't want to go back and she's happy here. She starts <laughs> describing what their life on the island is going to look like, which is basically just he's going to do all the work and she's just <laughs> going to sit there and watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rohit's off in the woods looking for firewood, food, you know, survival stuff. And as he's in there, he sees a helicopter fly overhead. So he runs back out. He's trying to wave, but it passes on its way. Mm-hmm. Rohit then goes and looks and sees that the flag that he put up is gone and sees that Sonia has taken it down. And she says that what she's doing is fishing. But what she's actually doing is just dipping her skirt into the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. She's just an idiot. She really is. What purpose would you have? There's no way you're going to catch fish with that. And I feel like no matter how privileged you are and like how sheltered of an existence you've had, you would know. Right. Like, why? What? (laughs) Like what? She thinks like a barracuda is going to like jump up and bite onto (laughs) it. She's going to have it. Like, I don't know what the plan is, but it's not a good one. Rohit understandably calls her foolish. They start to fight again. They're pushing each other back and forth. And then Sonia falls off. She's kind of on a cliff. She falls off over the side of the cliff and she starts to panic. And so Rohit jumps in after her. But then he starts to drown because he can't swim. And Sonia was just playing around. Anyway, so Sonia does rescue him. I do like that she, before she starts doing chest compressions on him, she takes off his yeah. shoes and is rubbing his feet. But he's fine. He's He, you know, spits up some water and he's totally recovered. Sonia calls him stupid. She says she was just kidding. And she demands that he tell her why he tried to rescue her. And Rohit says, because I love you. And then Sonia says, yeah. say it again and just keep saying it. And now it's time to dance again. <laughs> And we get our title number, Kahona Piarhe, which means say you love me. I don't quite comprehend why he loves her (laughs) in this moment. Sure. Anyway, they're running around on the beach and Rohit makes her a shell necklace. He finds a pearl for her. It's just like lots of cute interactions in this dance. But my favorite part that I wanted to highlight they're drying their clothes by the fire and they're sort of like yeah. awkwardly sitting next to each other. It is. They go to kiss, but they bump foreheads. Yeah. She's like annoying him and then he like pulls her in to his face. It's very yeah. sexy. <laughs> I, I I wrote that down. Yep. I was, I guessed. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. I had to like go back and watch it because I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I'm overcome. <laughs> After this number, they're staring up at the stars together, uh, and Sonia asks him to promise that their light will never go out and that it will live in their hearts mm. forever. And he says that it always will. Kind of echoing the promise and conversation he had with Ahmed. Yeah. He's making a lot of promises about always sticking around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the next morning, Sonia sets up the flag again. And she tells Rohit mm -hmm. that she wants to tell the world that she loves him. She's ready to go back. Um, and Rohit warns her that there are going to be a lot of barriers between them. Sonia says, what barriers? And then she kisses him. But right at this moment is when Saxena arrives. <laughs> yeah. And Sonia runs to, to hug him, but he is looking over her shoulder very disapprovingly at Rohit. <sighs> Rohit saved yeah. her. Like, literally, she would have she died. She would have died so many times. <laughs> She'd still be in the boat in the middle of the ocean if it weren't for him. So we're back in Mumbai, um, and Sonia is defending Rohit, but Saxena is like, nope, you can't be with this boy. It's not going to happen, and I'm going to ship you off to New Zealand to live with my brother. We see Saxena bringing Sonia to the airport, and then Rohit pulls up next to their car on his bike. Mm -hmm. And Saxena looks over and sees Rohit, and he says to Sonia, see the difference? He is on a bike, we're in this big luxury car, and he turns back to Sonia, and she's not there. And yep. then he turns back to the Good bike, and Sonia's on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously he's just never dealt with a teenage girl. No, exactly. Before. Like, you really think she cares? This is a turn-on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and she says, well, there's no difference now, is there? So Malik and Saxena are worried that Rohit and Sonia are going to elope, but Rohit explains that eloping would belittle their love, and he only wants to marry her once he start er started earning money. And he tells Saxena mm -hmm. that he doesn't need anything from him. He has faith in himself. He's going to be a self-made man. Yeah, so honorable. Yeah. Okay, so Sonia and Rohit's friends are conspiring about how they're going to make Rohit successful. So they decide that what they're going to do is they're going to record a cassette tape and then they're going to distribute it they're going to like drum up a lot of buzz for this big live performance uh, and it's going to be his debut and this is going to make him super famous uh, and we're at like a dress rehearsal uh, the performance is going to be later the ni this night Sonia goes to Rohit and she tells him that she can't live without him and she says that she's feeling really scared and Rohit says I used to feel scared too but now my heart is so full of love that there's no room for fear yeah. He then remembers that he needs to go and pick up Amit. So he takes this guy's motorcycle to go pick up Amit. And while he's waiting for him, he overhears Malik talking to the police commissioner with Karam and Shinde. The commissioner has found out about the drugs that they stole and sold. And he's mm -hmm. saying to them, you know, if you confess, I'll make sure that you have reduced sentences. And then Malik laughs, and Karam and Shinde laugh too. Not a great sign, a lot of evil laughter, no. and then they just shoot him. <laughs> and so Rohit sees this, and Malik sees Rohit see this, and they start to shoot at him. He's running away very unsuccessfully. He, like, falls through the windshield <laughs> yeah. of a car. He's covered in blood. He runs into a wall, but he does eventually get away on the motorcycle. We see Malik make a phone call to someone who's in his phone as Sergi, uh, and he tells Sergi that Rohit has seen everything. And then we cut to Sergi, and it's Saxena. <gasps> and Saxena tells Malik that he's got to kill Rohit. He didn't even hesitate. No, no. Oh, he's wanted Rohit dead since he saw him touching his daughter on the beach. <laughs> Rohit is 
driving away on the motorcycle. The baddies are following him in a Jeep. Something happens to the bike, but so he's driving over a bridge and then the Jeep hits him and knocks him off the bike. And he falls over the side of the bridge into the river below. And we know that Rohit can't swim. And not only that, but he hits his head multiple times on rocks. Yeah. It's very graphic. It's, yeah, a really unpleasant sound. The sound effects are something else. We cut back to the performance and everyone is wondering where Rohit is. Tony runs in and he tells them that Rohit met with an accident. And so they drive to the scene of the accident. And now we have this gut-wrenching moment where Sonia, she's weeping, asking where Rohit is. She's shouting that he can't swim. She's pleading with the police to save him. So we're seeing divers searching for his body, but they don't find it. But we see Rohit's body and yes, he is very clearly dead. They did not look very hard for him. They really didn't. He's, like, right there. (laughs) Yeah, like, he's not hiding. Just maybe turn your head a little bit. I know, yeah. We cut to poor Amit. He's staring blankly at the ceiling and not speaking. Sonia is dressed all in white. She's mourning Rohit, and she's holding the shell necklace that he made for her as Kahona Pyarhe is playing in the background. And Malik and Saxena are wondering, like, oh, why is she still sad? Why why yeah. isn't she over it yet? <laughs> but Malik suggests to Saxena that he should send her far away. And so he decides, as he had planned to do previously, that he is going to ship her off to New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And now it's intermission. Yeah. And Act two opens with a New Zealand vista and some very snazzy, jazzy music. (laughs) It's that Kiwi music. That sweet, sweet Kiwi music. (laughs) You know. We see Nita, who is Sonia's cousin, um, and she's looking for Sonia and finds her staring out at the water, still very mournful. And she's trying to entice Sonia to go out with her. And she's like, you've been here for two whole weeks. So it's been like a month and a half since Rohit died. (laughs) Yeah, why don't people seem to comprehend that, like, her boyfriend died? Her life died in a horrendous way. Yeah, (laughs) it's super, super tragic. And she does get Sonia to go with her, and they're driving to the club, and they pull up to a red light. And Nita says she needs to get out of the car, she's gonna call her mom. This is all just a setup so that uh, we can see a man pull up next to the car riding a motorcycle. And the man looks just like Rohit, except. Mm He's got slicked back hair, he is totally clean shaven, and he's wearing teeny tiny glasses. <laughs> yeah. Teeny tiny glasses with no frame, which is the most early aughts thing in the world. So Sonia looks up, she sees this man who looks just like Rohit, and she's totally in shock. And the man catches Sonia staring at him, and he just kind of like waves at her, but she's just like, has no idea what to express or what to say in this moment, just staring yeah. at him. So the light turns green, the man drives off, and Nita gets back in the car, and, and they head to the New World Club, which is apparently the best disco in New Zealand, and I believe it! Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we go inside the club, and there's just body rolls... <laughs> There's just navels, like, moving. Un- um, undulating. and Yes, <laughs> undulating navels. Um, that's, that was the name of my band in high school. Oh, there it is. I was like, <laughs> she better make this joke. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, the decor in this club is very jungle-themed. Uh, yep. It it's, it's looks like a great time. Everybody's having fun. We see a dancing silhouette. And it is the mystery motorcycle man. And he is now wearing a mesh black shirt, 
and a backwards baseball cap and tiny black sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> Inside. It's very dark. It's in here, very but... dark in this club. Yeah. <laughs> did you also notice that his mesh shirt does say Abercrombie on it? No, I did not. Oh, my goodness yep. gracious. <laughs> yep. So it is still a branded mesh shirt. Yeah. I think of all the mesh shirts I've seen in my life, which isn't a huge number, but it's enough. This is probably the only one that I approve of. This yeah. mesh shirt in this dance number is the only one I ever care to see. <laughs> I feel like I remember reading somewhere that he had looked through like 20 different Yeah, I remember that too. Like to they, find the... they tried on like tons of mesh shirts and they're like, this is the one. <laughs> yeah, because they're at different levels of like, yeah exactly and this is like the perfect level where like you can still see that this man is very fit but it's not like you know you're not has given it all away here and has nipples is that what you said yes see i think if your mesh shirt is see-through enough that you can see nipples i don't know maybe it's a little too (laughs) see-through yeah i should have put pasties on (laughs) oh my god it's just oh my goodness it's a lot yeah, it's it's a whole lot. And Sonia is looking on. She's totally shaken by this for so many reasons. <laughs> and now it's time for Ekpal Kajina, which is just one of my favorite songs ever. I wrote in all caps, who is this man? Uh, which to me means many things because it's like, you know, Sonia is like, who is this man who looks like my Rohit but is so completely different? But also remembering that this is the first time audiences are seeing Rithic. And, you know, we've seen him dance. We've seen him be super adorable as Rohit. And then now suddenly he has transformed into a sex god. (laughs) Yeah. And he's just shocking dancing with so much energy and leaping across the stage. I I can't imagine what that would be like. And then I remember that I do know what that was like because I I do remember my first Rithic movie. Yeah. You lived through it. I lived through it. We've all lived through it. We all remember our first. Yeah, it's the push move. Yes. That's, that's <laughs> he's so always... shocking. It's <laughs> and arresting. <laughs> and he's got such a look on his face that you're like, what is this man thinking? <laughs> what he's I have no idea. <laughs> it's not clean. It's not appropriate to talk no. about. No. Um, <laughs> I did make notes, though, about how as much fun as I think this club looks, I do imagine it must be really, really gross because it's just like (laughs) so wet. It's so wet. It's just full of wet people. (laughs) Sonia at one point leaves the dance number and she goes out to the motorcycle and she finds his driver's license and she looks and she sees that this man's name is Raj. This is Raj Chopra. Mm -hmm. But why did he leave his driver's license like on his motorcycle unattended? But anyway, at the end of the number, Raj, again, he catches Sonia staring at him. And so he approaches her and he's got this, he's got a very cocky vibe. And this is another thing mm. I really appreciate is how differently Rithik plays Rohit versus Raj. Like, yeah. Raj has a very different way of speaking, a very different way of carrying himself. And he goes up to Sonia and he's like, so we meet again. And he does the little like <laughs> tongue click thing. He recognizes her from the car earlier and he says, you're not from around here, are you? Which is always a sexy way to start a conversation. but she just runs away (laughs) yeah well maybe it's because he put his hand out like palm parallel to the ground (laughs) I was like what am I supposed to do with this kiss your hand (laughs) just like slap the top of his hand (laughs) no (laughs) and then run so she decides she's gonna go to Raj's house but not to like talk to him about this to creepily lurk outside (laughs) yep 
we see Raj inside the house. He's combing his hair, and he's also fantasizing about this beautiful woman who he had this interaction with. And he looks out the window, and he sees her lurking outside. Yeah. <laughs> and But she hides, and he kind of, like, snaps himself out of it. And so he's like, gosh, I'm seeing this woman everywhere. Yes, because she is, again creeping outside his house yep, full-on stalking him so sonia goes inside and she speaks to raj's mom no explanation for how this man yep. looks identical to rohit meanwhile raj is skiing um and he bumps into nita and raj confesses that he can't stop thinking about sonia and he enlists nita's help in orchestrating another meeting when raj gets home his parents tell him that sonia came for a visit and he's super excited and they tease him about being in love and he's like really i'm in love wow <laughs> Also, like, is he or was he just told that he's in love? So he's like, I guess. I guess I'm I in guess love. <laughs> so this is love. Yep. Is he in love? Because this girl, I understand her reasons for acting the way she does, but has been nothing but like weird. Yes. <laughs> like he tries to hold a conversation and she's like. She runs away. Silent, <laughs> stares at him and then runs away. <laughs> You know what, Katie? Maybe there's something to this. Maybe this is an effective method of getting a man. <laughs> You're right. I, I'll try that. Yeah. Next try it time. at the bars. <laughs> Go to the bars, walk up to someone, stand really closely, stare at them. Stare and wonder. Don't respond. <laughs> and then run away. <laughs> and then run away. Who is that I'll girl? Let you know. <laughs> Raj goes to the pier, which is where Nita has said that she will bring Sonia for them to meet each other again. Before he approaches them, he does sneakily take some pictures of Sonia, which weird and problematic and don't, but happens. <laughs> and I guess, you know, she also just showed up at his house. That's true. Everybody's being real creepy. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's reciprocal, it's fine. Raj comes up and he says, hey, it's coincidence number three. And he's trying again to shake her hand, but again, she just runs away. And he's feeling very vulnerable, and he asks yeah. Nita, is there something wrong with my face? Because <laughs> he's so used to the opposite Exactly. Reaction, sure. Nita goes to Sonia to finally try to figure out what's going on here. And she is finally mm -hmm. able to explain that Raj looks exactly like Rohit. Nita tells Raj, and he laughs humorlessly. And he's saying that she just isn't into me. And you're coming up with this mm -hmm. whole elaborate thing to... But Nita tells him, no, like, your face literally tortures Sonia. And Raj is like, okay, well, I need to see the pictures. Where is Sonia? And we cut to Sonia shouting, here I am. But this is actually a flashback. And Sonia's yeah. out, you know, she's running around on the beach with Rohit. Mm -hmm. And Sonia tells Rohit, I don't need eyes to see you. I can see you even with my eyes shut. And Rohit Aww. replies that whenever you open your eyes, you'll see me before you. And then Sonia, in the present, opens her eyes, and there is Raj standing in front of her. He demands to see Rohit's picture, and Sonia does show him. Sonia tells Raj, when I first saw you, I thought my Rohit had returned, but then I realized you're not him, and I lost him again. Raj commiserates about this with his dad, um, but his dad tells him, you know, you can't give up, you gotta go after her. But in the next scene, Raj learns that Sonia is heading back to India. And so we see Sonia on a plane, and a man sits next to her. <laughs> and this man has a magazine covering his face. Uh, surprise, it's Raj. And he's also wearing a fake mustache. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> and Sonia asks him why he's wearing a fake mustache. Uh, and Raj says that, well, lately people have been fleeing when they see my face. And then he's like, I also <laughs> brought this and pulls out a fake beard. <laughs> yeah. 
Raj is adorable. Like he's he is. he's cute and charming in a different way than Rohit. And I do feel like he had to win me over. Yes, I agree. Because the way he enters, slicked back, yeah, and cool guy. But no, he's he's great. He, Fully on board with Raj. Yes, he's he's a sweet, sweet man. Raj does take off the mustache, which is clocked by an adorable little boy on the plane who we have uh-huh. seen before. Uh, yep. The same adorable little boy from Kuch Kuch Hotehe is here on the plane. Yes. Raj, meanwhile, is saying to Sonia that she's been through trauma. He understands that, but she's forgetting that she's still alive. And there definitely is a reason for that. And he wants to help her find that reason and bring the smile back to her face. He gets up. And as he's passing by the little boy and his family, we see that he has put the mustache (laughs) on his mom's face. Yeah. (laughs) And this poor woman, you know, she gets up and she's headed to the bathroom and everybody is like pointing and laughing at her. Yeah, uh, But she sees herself in the mirror and she screams. Raj gives the little boy a high five. So they get off the plane, they land in India, and Raj tells Sonia he's going to find a hotel for the night, but then he's going to head back home. He says it was nice to meet her, and they finally successfully shake hands with one another. Yeah, still a weird handshake. <laughs> Did he still go out this way? <laughs> yes, he still went like parallel to the ground, and then she just kind of holds it, and then that's it. That's hilarious. And as he's going to call a taxi, he gets shot. Yep. The bullet just grazes his arm, so he's fine. Um, But he and Sonia run away as panic is ensuing outside of the airport. That cop, he just pulls his gun in broad daylight (laughs) in a crowd of people and just shoots him. He is a terrible cop. (laughs) He's even a terrible dirty cop. Like, it's just, he's bad on every level. It was Shinde, the leather jacket clad cop who shot Raj, obviously thinking that he was Rohit. He calls Kadam and tells him that he's seen Rohit alive and with Sonia. Raj is saying, this makes no sense. Nobody knows me here. And then he looks over and he's standing in front of a mirror and he's like, they must think I'm Rohit. You thought I was Mm -hmm. Rohit. They must think the same thing. Sonia says... No, it can't possibly be that they're trying to kill Rohit. He died in an accident. He wasn't involved in anything shady. So they go to Sonia's house and they see that Shinde and Kadam are there. They're actually like leaving the house. They've just been inside talking to Saxena. And they see that Shinde is sending the men out, presumably to look for them. Sonia's worrying that her father is in danger. Um, and so Raj says, okay, we need to go to the police. And now it is time for Johnny Lever's <laughs> Oscar-worthy performance yeah. as the cop who needs to use the bathroom. <laughs> I laughed, I think, for like three minutes straight. Yeah. <laughs> I could not stop giggling. He's so good. He's just so desperate. That is all he could think about. He just really has to go to the bathroom. Um, this is the backdrop for Sonia and Raj reporting a crime. <laughs> Um, Johnny is having trouble grasping this. Um, he's using all of his mental faculties to per- to keep from soiling himself. Um, and Raj is like, are you listening to me? And he says, I don't have the strength to hear or understand. <laughs> yeah. So Shinde calls him back into the back office and he's showing him pics of Sonia and Rohit, you know, obviously who looks like Raj. And he's like, you got to look out for these two. And if you see them, you got to <laughs> apprehend them on site. And Johnny's like, I think I've seen them before, but I don't remember where. <laughs> and Shinde shouts at him and he's like, don't shout at me. Anything could happen. <laughs> They could have come up with literally a hundred other reasons. Yeah. 
for why Raj and Sonia would be at the police station and they wouldn't notice they were there. Right. But no, they were like, we're going to make this man. They were like, you know what? We've suffer. got Johnny Lever for a day of filming. We are going to use him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so, so great. But anyway, so ultimately he realizes that the two people he was just talking to are the people whose pictures he is seeing in front of him right now. They go back outside, but Sonia and Raj have left. And the cops are chasing them. They end up joining a funeral procession so that they can blend in with the crowd. Tony, Rohit's yeah. friend, is playing the clarinet for this funeral procession. Um, and he sees them, and he also explains what is happening with Amit, Rohit's brother. Mm-hmm. And so now we cut to Amit. He's just staring blankly out of a window. Yeah. Um, Shinde arrives at their house, and he's saying that they're looking for a criminal hiding in the area, so they need to search the house. And then this is when Raj, Sonia, and Tony arrive, and they see that the police are already there. And so they go to the boat, the cool teen hang boat. (laughs) It's a cool spot. It is a very cool spot. I would hang out there if I were a teen in Mumbai. Uh, And Raj is sitting out on the deck of the boat, and he's playing Rohit's dream melody on his guitar. Mm -hmm. The next morning, Sonia goes inside. She's hungry. She's looking for food. She does find an egg. But she doesn't know what to do with this egg. No, no ideas. How you could possibly turn this thing into food. So she grabs what appears to be a rolling pin and she just breaks the egg in her hand. (laughs) I understand, like, she's never cooked for herself. Like, that's fine. I get that. But would your first thought literally be, I'll hold it in one hand and then pick up another utensil with the other? Yeah. Raj has woken up and he sees this happen. So she sees an opportunity to manipulate him. And so she's like, Well, how do you break eggs in your country? And so he breaks an egg on her forehead. And then she's like, well, how do you beat eggs? How do you cut an onion? How do you cut up chili peppers? So basically, he's just making her breakfast. (laughs) But doing it in a very, like, smooth way. Yeah. He's, like, juggling the onions. Raj asks her what kind of omelet she wants. And he's so cute. He kind of, like, pops his lips. (laughs) Yeah. I wrote that I want to watch the clip of him asking her what kind of omelet she wants on repeat (laughs) for the rest of my life. (laughs) That, you know, we could make that happen. Please do. (laughs) In the next scene, Tony has brought Rohit's family to meet Raj and Sonia. And Amit goes up to him and he touches his face the way he used to touch Rohit's face. Yeah. Raj is kind of perplexed at first, but then he just, he does the same thing back. He's like, this seems like the, the natural thing to do in this moment. Everybody cries and Amit notices that Raj has been shot. He sees the wound on the side of his arm. He also fully sticks his finger in it. Which would just hurt, like, really bad. (laughs) Just then the police show up, and Sonia and Raj run away. They're running through the streets. The cops are chasing them. Raj gets hit by a rickshaw. He's separated from Sonia, and she goes and she hides in an electronics shop. In this shop, she sees Atul, um, and he goes up to her and starts talking to her. And just as a news announcement comes on... All of the televisions in this electronic shop saying that the police are looking for her. So she and Atul run away. Smart move. Yeah. Raj has made it back to the boat. Amit asks him if he's afraid of the cops and if he's afraid that they're going to do something to him again. And then he explains that he actually saw everything that happened with Rohit earlier in the movie. He saw Kadam and Shinde chasing after him and shooting at him. And he heard Malik calling someone named Sergi who we know is Saxena. Raj gathers the gang. Amit explains all of this to them. 
and he says that he would recognize Malik, Shinde, and Kadam if he saw them again. They decide that they're going to put on a performance the way that they had planned to do initially with Rohit. And at this mm-hmm. performance, they're going to have TV cameras pointing at the audience, and Amit is going to be backstage watching the screens so he can ID the killers. Brilliant. Very, very brilliant. Very elaborate plan. Also, that child must be so traumatized. Oh my god, that poor kid has been through so much. There should be a movie that comes out this year about Amit, like grown-up Amit, Uh and grown-up Gia. Yes. And they fall in love. (laughs) I Yes, please. Their love story getting through their family trauma. Um, (laughs) We'll start working on the screenplay. We next see Sonia staring out at the ocean, and Raj comes up to her and asks her what's the, what the matter is, and Sonia is saying that they can't do the show, she doesn't want to put Raj's life in danger. But Raj says that he is willing to risk his life so that she can find out the truth of what happened to Rohit. And Sonia asks him why he's willing to do this, and Raj says it's because he loves her. She got another love. She, yep. Meanwhile, the baddies are seeing the paper advertisements of Rohit being back. And so Saxena says that he's going to go to the show because he's the only one who Rohit hasn't seen. Saxena arrives backstage and Sonia sees him and she explains everything that's going on, including the fact that this is not Rohit, it is a different guy, Raj. Um, And he says that they have proof of Rohit's murder in the form of Amit. And so Saxena calls Malik, who is in the crowd in disguise, and he explains, this guy is not Rohit, this is Raj, so, like, don't shoot him because he's a different dude. So now it's time for the performance. (laughs) Yeah, it is. And they, they put on a real good show here. There are fireworks, there's lots of people in gold cloaks, and they dance. Um, yeah, it's very elaborate. Raj, you know, after he's done done a couple of dance numbers, he comes out on stage and he thanks everyone in the crowd and he says that their love saved him from the jaws of death and that a dead man stands before them, a man who is said to have died in an accident. But friends, he was murdered <gasps> and God sent him, Raj, to reveal the truth and uncover the villains. But then he gets shot. Yes. And panic ensues. And But he's fine. Presumably he's wearing a bulletproof vest, but he doesn't do the classic, like, you know, you pull open your yeah, shirt no. to show the bulletproof vest to the camera. And it's very shiny. He's wearing a very well. shiny shirt, yes. And just trusting that they're not going to shoot him in the head. Exactly, yeah. Um, meanwhile, backstage, Raj gets a call for Rohit. It's Malik who's calling to say that he has kidnapped Sonia, and he instructs Raj to go to a warehouse, which is where he is keeping her. Raj drives to the warehouse. He is looking great. Yeah. (laughs) Um, He sort of becomes the best of both Raj and Rohit by the end Mm -hmm. of the movie. And it's excellent. Yes. (laughs) He gets to the warehouse. The baddies are threatening to kill Sonia, but he's being really stealthy. He's like sneaking around, sneaking up on people and taking them out one at a time. At one point, they're threatening to shoot Sonia and he like a la Tarzan swings yeah. in and grabs her uh, and then swings out like on this big chain that's hanging from the ceiling. Where did he learn all of this? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> he's acting like a stone cold killer. Yeah. And like Raj is a privileged rich boy right. who likes to like ski and dance in the clubs. You yeah. Know? Where did he learn to fight like this? He's beating people up, knocking him out left and right. Malik shows up and he aims the gun at Raj, but Sonia pushes him and Malik explains why he killed Rohit. And Sonia says, I'm shocked. 
And Malik says, well, you'll be shocked when I reveal who my final accomplice is. But he never gets the chance to do that because before he can say, Saxena has arrived and shoots him. Sonia runs to her father. So Raj goes over to Malik's lifeless body and takes his phone and he searches the contacts and finds Sergi. And he calls and Saxena's phone rings. Yeah. And he does it a few times just to be sure. <laughs> looking back and forth between yeah. the two men. <laughs> yeah, we got it. We got it, guys. Thanks. The police arrive and Saxena says to Sonia that he has committed a crime and he asks Sonia for her forgiveness, but she just cries as the cops take him away. Yeah, he like ordered her boyfriend to be murdered. Yeah. How do you come back from that? You don't. <laughs> no. So Raj is walking away with Amit and Sonia goes after him. And she asks where he's going, and he says that he's bringing Amit back to his house. But so Sonia says, will you take me along? I don't have a dad anymore. I know, I kind of, kind of have no ties here, and you're pretty cute, so. Um, <laughs> but what she actually says is, I lost my love once, I don't want to lose it again. And Raj says, say it, say you love me. And she nods, and they embrace. Yeah, which is not... She doesn't say, say the words out loud, but you no. can see it in her eyes. She nods her head. Yeah. It's there. The whole point is for her to actually <laughs> say it. The name of the movie is Kahona Piarhe, not yeah. nod. <laughs> nod that yeah. you love me. I want to say, you know, I stand by this as a good first movie to show people. It sort of perfectly encapsulates at least my understanding of what the genre represents. It has literally everything yeah without yeah. leaning too heavily in one direction like right. yeah it's dark but there's also moments of comedy and it's about love and there's also fighting and action yeah and, and this is the movie that really launched Rithik Rashan as a superstar yeah I I love the stories of like you know he went into the premiere completely unknown and then he had to like go into hiding because yeah. he, he like couldn't safely leave his house for months. All the articles I was reading were calling it Rithic Mania. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is something so. I feel like I've been infected by for quite some time now. My favorite song from this movie is Ekpal Kajina. Yeah, it is. God, I love it so much. I have it. <laughs> Um, it's one of those songs that I have downloaded on my phone as an alarm. So sometimes, <laughs> like, I'll I wake up to the like, duh, yeah. duh, duh. <laughs> and it did, you know, it did get me thinking about Rithic Mania and like, who is this guy that we're seeing dancing? And it made me think of when I first watched Bang Bang and saw him, and it was too Marie for me in Bang yeah. Bang, where I was just like, wow, this man <laughs> is amazing. Uh huh. I knew you were going to choose that one. Yep. I was thinking Kahona Piarhe, mm -hmm. like the title track, until the concert happened at uh -huh. the very end. <laughs> so my favorite dance number of this movie is Dil Ne Dil Ko Pukara. I was transfixed. Yeah. Utterly. <laughs> I was just staring at the screen, mouth agape. And I was like, what is happening? I love it. <laughs> With like the gold pants and the shiny tank top. And then he does like this costume change. Yeah. And I love it. Yep. It's yeah, no holds barred. They go straight to the nines with this number. It's yep. great. 
Cajona Piarje happens in there. You they can... do include it. Yeah. So it's a, yeah, it's a little bit of a cheat for me, but That's I, okay. I love it. Well, I was going to straight up cheat because if, if you weren't going to say that Piarki Kashti Main was your was your favorite, I was going to do give a, an honorable mention for that one. That's the one where they're on the boat. Ha, that was on an early like Bollywood bangers playlist of mine. Um, I thought about that one as well, and then no, because <laughs> like what's grabbing me is, and that's you know you have to follow your heart, and this yeah. is why we can again anytime we want to break the rules and put as many songs three. as we want to on our playlist. Yes, because there's a lot of like dangerous parts, treacherous. Yeah, yeah, treacherous cruise fun. Yeah, treacherous cruise fun. <laughs> the title of my memoir. <laughs> What did you what did you learn about this week? I decided to research the role that dance plays. Wow. In Bollywood. What a great choice for a Rithik movie when the, the, he's you. the dancey guy. Yeah. Yes, very dancey. <laughs> so yeah, what I learned was that dance has been a part of Indian theater and the arts since the second century AD. Wow. Literally the year 200. <laughs> Dance is first outlined as a significant part of the arts in the Natya Shastra, which is, stands for Drama Manual, and that is a Sanskrit treatise on the arts written by the sage Bharata Muni. Hmm. Natya is the art of theater, including dance, and the myth goes that it was the work of the god Brahma, the creator. Oh. He gave humankind this way of expressing themselves so they could be understood by everyone, hmm. even those in the lower castes who could not understand Sanskrit. Ah. So I'm loving that already, like, this inclusion of dance is coming out of a myth of, again, inclusion and, yeah. and making it accessible to everyone, especially when you do have India that has this dominant caste system. Yep. Yeah. Love that. Telling a story but, without words. Exactly. And then Brahma the creator taught Natya to the sage Bharata, who recorded it in his Natya Shastra. Um, the book has 36 chapters giving instructions on all aspects of theater and dance and introduces the theory of bhava, which means an emotional state or mood portrayed by the actor. Hmm. There are specific poses and movements meant to evoke certain emotions or raza in the audience. Hmm. These poses and movements are still evident in Bollywood dancing today. That's so cool. It is very cool. If you look up images of Bhava, B-H-A-V-A, and you see the poses, it is what we see whenever we watch a Bollywood movie. Oh, that's so which is cool. Very cool that these are traditions going back 2,000 years. Incredible. But so the Natya Shastra includes four ways of standing, 32 movements of the feet and hips, nine neck movements, seven movements for eyebrows, <laughs> just eyebrows, 36 types of gaze, 24 gestures to be done with one hand, and 13 to be done with both hands. Wow. It's complex. I would never have <laughs> believed that there were 32 <laughs> hip movements until I saw Rithik dance and saw all the different ways that he can move his hips. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> it has been present in every single manifestation of art, drama, anything that involves acting, dancing, singing, performance. So cool. It has included these aspects. That's amazing. So it's really not so bonkers 
that when film became an industry, mm-hmm. it was clear that this would be a part of that as well. Yeah. It's not because it's like, yeah, we just like musicals. Let's just do this. <laughs> it's literally ingrained in the culture. This is a way of telling stories. That's exactly. so cool. So the very first Indian film was made in 1913, and it was a silent film called Raja Harishandra. But even in the silent film, people are shown playing hand symbols and moving side to side and jumping up and down with religious devotion. And then we get into the 50s and 60s, which is when filmmakers and choreographers started coordinating large groups of dancers Ooh. rather than just solo performers. Okay. So up until that point, you know, you might have a dance number that starred one person, but then they were like, we can get a whole group going. <laughs> And then since the 80s, Bollywood dancing has been heavily influenced by Western dance styles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we moved on then. I feel like there's a lot of hip hop yes. currently Absolutely. that we see a lot. And so I always tend to think of what we see Tiger Shroff especially doing. Yeah. And yeah, and, and Rithik also, we see the hip hop elements. I also wanted to give a shout out to Ekpal Kajina because that is the dance number that, like you said, made our dancey boy Rithik famous. Mm-hmm. And it also showed Bollywood filmmakers that songs don't always need both a male lead and a female lead. Ah, interesting. And so I don't know the absolute truth of that statement. Yeah. If it was truly like the first hit that starred only a main guy that's great possibly yeah yeah I'm trying to I'm like trying to think back to like all the 90s movies we've watched and I feel yes. like most of the songs I'm thinking of do have both so you Multiple. know even even if it wasn't the first certainly like an, a prolific breakout number doesn't need to yes. have both well this is so great and let's be real the main one of the main reasons that we need Bollywood is because we need more movies that have dancing and have music yeah. and have just that way of telling a story and I'm so excited to have learned this and learned that this has been ingrained in art from this part of the world for so long and yeah I I love that that's great and now I want to look up the the different gestures and things and try to catch yeah, them in songs yeah. in the future it's like a whole language on its own yeah so I was looking at our like analytics and Uh I noticed that we definitely do have some people who have listened in India (laughs) for anyone listening in India (laughs) like whatever your reactions might be to hearing us two white ladies talk about your world (laughs) you know we they're all valid and if we ever get something wrong or if if there's ever anything that uh you know we're not quite landing we we hope that people will let us know agreed bollywood star watch bollywood star watch i had several people send me uh, a new york times article about ddlj recently um which i don't think we've talked about ddlj on the podcast yet but that's Dilwale, Dilhania, Le Jayange is DDLJ. Good for um, you. I just call you. it DDLJ. <laughs> and this is this is a movie that came out in the mid-90s with Shah Rukh and Kajal. It was the film that really launched both of their careers. It's been playing continuously with a brief hiccup during COVID um, in the same movie theater for 27 years. Mm-hmm. The movie came non-consecutively. So the movie came out in 1995 and it's been playing, you know, since then. 
And this, it was a great article about how the movie is a product of its time. It still resonates with contemporary audiences and the, the hope of becoming something and the clash between conservatism and modernity, which is a big theme of the movie. They talk about Shah Rukh and how he represents this like middle class dream of, you know, he kind of starts from nothing and becomes the most famous man in the world. Mm-hmm. And at the same time as this, I was looking at Instagram and saw Shah Rukh post a video of him at home. Whenever Shah Rukh is home, he will go and stand on his balcony and just like huge crowds of people will stand outside and cheer for him and he will just stand there and like, you know, open his arms to them, um, you know, safely. high above them and protected yes. by wires and things but and like he has security right there yes yeah um but it just beautiful and I just I got excited like reading this article about this movie that is still in people's hearts and minds 27 years later and knowing that Shah Rukh is still this humongous celebrity people still really really connect with him as a person Loved it. Mm-hmm. And then my last bit of Bollywood news I wanted to mention Priyanka Chopra Jonas <gasps> debuted her baby with husband oh Nick Jonas this week. Yes. Their baby's name is Malty Marie Jonas. That's really cute. Yeah, so that's exciting. And I think, you know, Priya is a name that has become, she's become a household name in the U.S. So it's fun to kind of get to talk about her in the context of Bollywood. That makes me so happy. Yeah. What are we watching next? One of my favorites mm-hmm. is one of the best romantic comedies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And it is Jab Harry Met Sejal. J-A-B-H-A-R-R-Y-M-E-T-S-E-J-A-L. It is on Netflix. You won't regret watching it ever. (laughs) We're sticking with our two main Bollywood boys here. We're going to start to branch out after this movie. But this is Mm -hmm. one of the most recent Shah Rukh movies uh, that has come out. This movie came out in 2017. Um, Anushka Sharma is the the love interest. And just this was the first movie I saw with her. It was the first movie you saw with her too, right? Yeah. Yeah. She completely won me over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She is probably one of the most, like, charming female leads I I think I've ever seen in a rom-com. Like, you do just kind of... She's so annoying, but you also just kind of fall in love with her very quickly. (laughs) Yeah. See, there's someone who it's like, God, you're infuriating. And also, I could very easily see how this man would fall in love with you. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Spoilers. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Do you want to read your synopsis first? Sure. So looking at IMDb, a depressed middle-aged tour guide who lives in his own bubble gets another chance to experience and face reality through a chipper girl. Wow, do I hate that. <laughs> I I hate that for so many reasons. Once again, we're bringing up depression yep. and I'm not certain he is depressed. And Anushka Sharma's character is a woman? She is a fully grown woman. Yeah, I would agree too that there is clearly some mental health struggle happening for his character. I think just calling it like blanket depression is simultaneously like belittling and exaggerating. There's a lot more going on. No good. (laughs) The Netflix synopsis is a philandering tour guide in Europe begins to develop feelings for one of his clients while helping her search for her lost engagement ring. That's a much better description. It is. I still don't think it does justice 
to no. the film, but it's certainly better than IMDb. Yes. But yeah, super excited to watch this. It's a new side of Shah Rukh from what we've watched of him before. He's a little little grizzled, a little scruffy, a little down on his luck. Yeah. yeah. But just as just as charming and just as wonderful. Yeah. Well, until next time, remember, Bollywood doesn't need us, but we need Bollywood. Thank you.